to the Uso Penitentiary. Let's get it Bit of the bubble. The Monday night Messiah. For the love of God, stay away from the different dogs. Move to the music, play like music. Move it to the music. People of all ages, no, nothing's wrong. I know it's not PC Tony. It's the phenomenal AJB actually taking the hosting duties for today. But that doesn't mean we don't have the greatest tag team never, the commissioner, PC Tony, and the scientist, the architect, all of the fun little things that we got with DPP. How you guys doing? The fuck happened? Did, did I lose a bet or something? What the fuck's going on here? Did we lose a war? Did we lose a war? That's not America. That's not even Mexico. No, it's a privilege and an honor to be on the DWI podcast hosted by AJ Belez today. Yeah, I know. This is still scary for me. So that's why I'm currently drinking a little bit just to shake the nerves off here. (laughs) You had one year of prep. One year of prep. I think that's about the same amount of time I got before I hosted. And guess what? Never got to host DWI again. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, well, it was by choice. You didn't want to. <laughs> was, yeah, wait. <laughs> uh, hold on. Before that bus backs up, let's just explain everything <laughs> to the people here. Yeah. Go ahead and explain. Uh, wh- where was this min- uh, magnificent <laughs> one-time-only scientist deal? That was a while back. I couldn't tell you. It was, it was in the first... 50 episodes maybe hey had to have been at least yeah yeah we gave it a shot i uh you know pc pc does a fantastic job with hosting duties and uh you know i let him do his thing i get a lot of pra- i get a lot of practice that helps <laughs> yes. i got my own show now so i'm good I was about to say, it's all good. And Tony doesn't have to, like, run in and interfere or say, like, no, this is bad. This is my show. Like, he's going to uh, no, do probably I, next week. Listen, no, I, no I, who knows how long your hosting duties will last here? They could be over They could be over before the show is even over to now. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I've never even been on a winner as you. And I'm not saying that because I want to be on it but or, or need to be on it. But at some point, when it's right, it will, will happen. But, like. This radio network, really, let, let's pimp that real quick. Cheershot Radio Network, think about where we started with the different shows we had. And now, if you if you search Chairshot Radio Network, any streaming device or, or your favorite streaming platform, I'm sorry, or just go to thechairshot.com and you can listen right there. You, you get a daily podcast every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, brand new content every single day with Chairshot Radio. And then on top of that, 90 percent of the time you get two more podcasts with brand new content every day so we're giving you three shows a day of brand new content seven days a week i think that's pretty awesome and you know we just finished up the mania madness special that's something you can go back and listen to anytime and uh ray cash and outsider carl they already have a couple episodes in the can of the total package series so i just wanted to 
bring that full circle to that. We're going to try and keep that spot on Chair Shot Radio Network for kind of special things like that, some miniseries. So who knows? The next one might be on entertainment. The next one might be on video games. The next one might be back to sports. I think it all really came back to and started last year in June when Platt came to me and he said, hey, this Jordan documentary looks fucking awesome. And Platt and I, you know, we do a lot of shit together. We talk all the time and we're both big basketball guys and we both had the time to do it at the time. And we did the last dance. We, 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 you know, we did a special mini series on that. So I'm really liking the expansion of chair shot radio network, everybody that's listening and kudos to everybody that's involved in the ChairShot.com as well. So, Oh yeah, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There you go, AJ. I got all that shit out of the way for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, because I would not have remembered all of that. No, I'm kidding. But hey, hopefully uh, this show doesn't go too far off the rails. Oh, hopefully Have it does. That's usually when they get better. And now, I mean, since that, I'm not hosting, who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Oh, yeah, shit. I know. So that's, that's, that's the scary part. So, I mean... As always, the, the tried and true thing, we're going to have trivia. We're going to have a last call that, who knows, maybe we don't know. Maybe we do know what it is. We're going to be talking about title versus title, Swan and Omega. And a little bit about WWE taking out the trash. Ooh. I like it. So, uh, Tony, I'm going to steal a little thing from you. And DPP, ring the bell. So, yeah, apparently WWE, as we all know, they had their little uh, tax evasion day, also known as getting rid of every (laughs) single person. Not every single person, but they, they cut a few people, and usually Vince likes to keep ties with everyone, but apparently Mickey James got something very special in her mailbox this week, where it's a trash bag with Mickey on it, in tape, and apparently it was a big name that, uh, in the executive side of things, that actually came up with that idea. I believe it was the senior executive president. I could be wrong on that. Carano. Yeah, Mark Carano. So, uh, how, do, how do you feel about that? I mean, Mickey James literally going to be... She's basically a legend in the WWE, and then this is how she gets her... Thank you. It puts a new spin on Jericho's fit. One of favorite phrases of trash bag. Ho. Uh, oh, hell yeah. That's fucking hilarious. DP. I bet you got, you know, Oh, I wish you had it. You don't have the sound. Do you? No, I literally just thought of it too. And I was like, shit, I wish I had the sound, but that's, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, you know, I just, it's so funny that this is the way they treat people. You know, I, I've heard it's, there was more than one, you know, it was all women that kind of got this. I I don't know if this has happened before. Obviously, this is the first time we've ever seen it, you know, put out on social media somewhere. So, you know, we're just learning of it now. I also think it's hilarious that, from what I understand, the reason she got fired was because she was too old when we just saw, you know, a 40-year-old Edge, 40-plus-year-old Edge, and we've seen how many Taker, Triple H matches and Shawn Michaels and everybody else and Oldberg coming back and you're going to give me that shit like oh she's too old she's better than 90% of the female wrestlers out there right now you know on the main roster so don't give me that shit it's just, it's just 
the fact that you open up a box and there's your trash bag full of your stuff. Here, I got your stuff. It's like, you know, breaking up with a girl after, you know, whatever long amount of time. And Shut it's a bad breakup. Filthy. Yeah. I used to call you dirty and disgusting. I used to call you a trash bag. But you know what, Stephanie? There you go. Nice. <laughs> the best I could do. All right, it's on the fly. Perfect. That's how we do it. I mean, Tony, how would you feel if, you know, Greg just randomly goes, thank you for all your podcasting stuff and just has all the trash that you had just put onto your doorstep there? I mean, it's almost like well, the first, same, right? First of all, I won't answer that question. <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. I, you know I'm kidding. My, uh, no, I, uh, you know, I so... I'll, I'll, let me talk about Mickey James. <laughs> Good, great avoidance, eh? Um, I'm not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. So what? You want to know what her thank you was? When the check fucking cleared her bank account every motherfucking month. That's the that's what you're owed. She don't bring in any money. That, that's why all these people are gone. They are all have paychecks waiting for them somewhere else. So you know what? They could have just thrown it in the fucking box and no moisture protection from the garbage bag. Yeah, I'm being a little insensitive here, but who cares? I don't really give a shit. I tweeted out today as we record on Friday. I said, with everything going on in the world, dot, 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 hashtag garbage bag, rolling eyes emoji. Who cares? I could give a fuck. I bet you dollars to donuts. Mickey James house and her bank account is better than 99% of the people in the fucking WWE universe. So she got her shit that was in a drawer at WWE sent back to her in a box. Big fucking deal. Get over it. We're a little too sensitive as a society as a whole. I'm not talking about the big things that are going on in the world. The great change that hopefully will continue to happen. But I'm talking about the little things. Get a little bit of thicker skin when it comes to this kind of shit. Don't let it bother you. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, I really can't fight that at all. I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of a little, it's a little childish, not going to lie, where it's, you know, wow, this is how they treated me and sending everything in a trash bag. But again, the only reason why that it's really big is because of, well, the person, Mickey James. I mean, six-time world champion in WWE and everything, so she's basically a legend. She could help. Like Dan said, there's older people that have done a lot of things. I think the bigger miscarriage of justice is a 13-time world champion not being on fucking WrestleMania. Let's talk about that instead. Like, you want to get mad about something as opposed to the WWE? Mickey James is going to be just fine. And so is Charlotte Flair. But, I mean, come on. Really? I know we're talking about it. I know it's a story. I'm not disagreeing that it isn't a douchebag move, but it's not the worst fucking thing that ever happened in the world. And by the way, as we podcast, DPP, he's getting up, grabbing another drink. I just want to give a little commentary. Wearing his A Winner Is You t-shirt. Great fucking t-shirt. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chairshot. I'm liking this. I can just throw plugs in whenever I want. I have no responsibilities. I'm going to go get another beer. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to get another beer. Go ahead. It's your show. Yeah, go for it. I mean, <laughs> hell. Not like I was going to tell you what to do anyway. But no. I no. mean, so with all of this being said, we I'm pretty sure we all know where Mickey James is going to go after this departure. She's going to go to NWA. 
That's where her boo is. That's where Nick Aldis, the, the real world champion, is. So, do you disagree, DP? Do you think that maybe she might go somewhere else? Or, you know, who who really cares? I think at this is she point... she going to go fly a kite in the wind? Maybe. I mean, at this <laughs> point in her career, yeah, I think that'd probably be more of a thing. You know, she's Mike and Maria Canellis or Bennett, whatever you want to call them, or follow each other around everywhere, too, so... You know why not? I think that's a good place for her too. So, I most likely I'd see that happening. You know, like you know, you kind of said she doesn't necessarily need the paycheck, you know, so much, but she'll she's gonna land on her feet and make some money somewhere. So that would be a great place to be. Sonny, do you think the same? She's probably gonna go to the NWA, help the women's division a little bit since all this is there. I why not? I mean, it's not like she can't work. It's not like she can't, you know, put people over. She, she'll do well for someone other than WWE, just like the other nine people on the list, ex- excluding Samoa Joe. And we all think that Joe's gone because they didn't want him to wrestle anymore. And, you know, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's not a big deal. And and I don't, like, agree with the people that are like, oh, WWE just had their biggest year and they still had to get rid of all these people. Well, Companies don't survive and thrive by just paying people for nothing. I mean, WWE hasn't had a bloated roster in years. I mean, that's a fact. They keep it trim because they don't necessarily exploit all the divisions at once. So that's just that's just kind of how it's going over there right now. And they do it every year. I mean, you you got to let people go. you got a ton of people. And, yeah, if you're not doing anything with them creatively and they're just sitting on the shelf or whatever – there's no sense in holding on to the that people and paying them for to do nothing. Give them the right. opp- not I mean, only that, but give them the opportunity the to to thrive somewhere else at least. You know, it's it's just like you could almost consider it Major League Baseball, right? You gotta have, make room for the people coming up from the minors or in from the draft, i.e., you know, NXT free agents. And at some point in your career, you might get sent down or you might get let go and you go play in Japan or Korea or in in the Caribbean, right? Which means you go to New Japan or Impact and things of that nature. So I think the bottom line is there's paychecks waiting elsewhere. And I'm pretty sure Mickey James' shit was dry because it was in a garbage bag. Yeah. And, you know, at least it was Because all that sucks. Tony points to himself (laughs) just to make sure all of our stuff isn't in a garbage bag. We, we, we do need to sponsor some things of ours. So, uh, let, let, let's hear it. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. Thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, so going from one major company with WWE with their trash, well, next one's not so much trash. It's the news that's been going around and finally going to culminate this Sunday at 
Rebellion. It's Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. Title versus title. I'll I'll, I'll kick it off to Tony this time because I know usually he uh he, he's usually the guy that doesn't like Impact. He said it on multiple occasions, but he'll he'll still watch it here and there. He'll he'll keep an ear out. So so how do you feel Omega versus Swan? Or if there's any other matches that you actually like on Rebellion that, you know, think you can steal a show other than them. There's a decent card there. I know we ran it down on on Pot is War. I'm not necessarily remembering all of it at the moment. But the big thing is, is Kenny Omega collecting belts here? Is Rich Swan going to hang on to this? And, and, you know, I, I think the smart thing to do would be have Rich Swan win, right? Because... You're going to get more viewership, I believe, on AEW on Wednesday and Impact on Thursday. Just because it's a surprise. Like, Omega can win it back and then keep them for as long as he needs to go collect some other belts if they want to do that. And if they want to work with NWA again and or, or, or even MLW, you know, the, the, the nice thing we'll get to that is they're they're on a level playing field now, too, as well. If you just give it to Omega right away, I, I guess you, you you satisfy your AEW fans. I'm not going to use derogatory adjectives. But I don't know. All likelihood, if I had to bet, I would bet that someone makes this a dirty finish and neither belt exchanges hands. That was going to be my point. I obviously don't really watch impact and i do pay attention to aew but i i could be completely off on this and i know I, from what i'm reading here that you know scott demore is vowing that there will be a finish that will see one man leave with both titles but do we really do we really think someone's gonna hold both belts is gonna win this match clean and be dual champion you really think that's going to happen? I think someone maybe will leave with both belts, like Kenny Omega will steal the belt and run away with it, but it ain't going to be because he won the match. I, I highly believe this will be some kind of dirty, dirty finish that will end in some kind of disqualification of some sorts and no contest or something, and Kenny Omega will leave with both belts, but he won't be a dual champion. AJ, you've been doing a lot of the coverage for Impact as well, along with your brother. Is Moose in any storylines right now? Do we see that he could pot maybe turns on Impact and helps Omega and joins the Elite or something? I mean, AEW can pretty much dictate how they want this to go with Impact. I mean, isn't that basically what we've been seeing all along? I mean, basically, I mean, you have the good brothers coming in to help Omega. Now you got the young bucks helping Omega too, basically reuniting the bullet club and i use quotations on that because they can't say that they're the bullet club but it's funny you actually mentioned moose because moose actually came back this last impact and uh he basically told rich swan like hey you better win this for all of impact or there's going to be hell to pay by my hand and Rich just kind of got that vote of confidence, and he's just like, I plan on winning the AEW championship, but I've already beaten you before, so I'm not worried if, if that does come to happen. Oh, so, that is you know, happening. Rich... That is happening, that Moose, PC called it. Moose is going to totally turn. God, I hope not. That's just my thing. 
I'm not saying Omega's bad. He he draws ratings. He's a great talent. He really is. But the person that's carrying this entire thing, in my opinion, is Don Callis. Where Don Callis is making sure like everything is to a T. Everything works. He's making the promos amazing. I know if you want to go check it out, Pod is War. Shalom, I believe, is the name of the episode. For this right. Shalom? Shalom? No, it, no, the title has a question mark on it, asshole. Eh. At least Pot you know. Shell? Pot is war. Oh. Shalom? 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 You, but like, yeah. Yeah, you have to wait for the whole episode to figure out why. Yeah. Ah. You do. My, it's it's kind of funny. One of my cruel jokes. But, um, yeah, Moose came back, and again, Callus is carrying everything. He's making everything an old school promo where it's Rich, I had faith in you. I was happy that you came back. I was happy that you won the Impact World title. But I moved on from you because Kenny is better. And then Kenny, I, I'll, I'll take from Andrew a little bit from that from Pod. Kenny is basically the little brother that asked the big brother to do homework for him. I know I've done it millions of times when I was in school. <laughs> That's probably why he actually used the example of it's like having a kindergartner helping you with like your college work or whatever the fuck he said. But it that that's basically it. Where it's just like, can can you do this math problem for me? Yeah, sure. Five plus five equals ten. Here you go. Like that's basically what it is. Because Omega doesn't add anything to it other than his name. Because if you say Kenny Omega, everyone knows who Kenny Omega is. If you say Rich Swan. You might know him from 205 Live being the Cruiserweight Champion, but that's about it. Yeah, as everyone nods their heads in agreement. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, don't even that's, wave me off. You know it's true. Greatest tag team never inside joke. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll show. I'll literally mark your top, mark the time on, on your clock right now, and I'll tell you what we were doing after the show. But anyway, so unless it's a screwy finish, because there's going to be a AEW referee and an Impact referee there, there's going to be a bunch of other fun little shenanigans. Without saying that there's going to be a goofy finish, who do we think is actually going to win this? Oh, I think it's going to be Kenny Omega. If it's anybody, it's Kenny Omega. They're obviously, they're, they're, They've been building him. This whole, you know, faction and everything has been built around him. I could see someone. I could see something like Don Callis making the pinfall, you know, making the three count or something. So it's not a legal, you know, finish or something. Um, but I say if it's if it's going to be clean, if there actually is going to be a winner, I'm going with Kenny Omega. I think the winner is going to be. Rich Swan. And I, I have to break the tie here. And sadly, I'm going to agree with Dan. I, I think it's going to be Kenny Omega here. As, as much as I love Impact right now and everything going for it, it's, it's pointing to Omega because he has the name value. Well, that being said, I, I think I hear another sponsor coming in the horizon. Why should you visit the chairshot.com? 
TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And speaking of wrestling companies that's using their head, MLW actually now has their own uh, networking site to go off of. They're actually branching with more of things for wrestling on Vice. As we all know, Vice usually does the dark side of the ring videos, which actually I believe is supposed to come out next couple of weeks. May 6th, I believe, is their first episode for Season 3. So apparently MLW, I don't know if it's going to be still called Fusion or not, is going to uh, take a little bit of that wrestling pie that Vice is delivering and going to be airing some episodes and Moving forward, some tapings, too. So how do we feel about MLW? I know that it's kind of the lower company that we usually see on YouTube. And I know Chris Platt's not here, but Platt also really loves MLW from the beginning. So how do we feel having another kind of source to watch wrestling that isn't just AEW, WWE, and maybe ROH if you catch it on, like, whatever the fuck channel it's on? I got ROH like three times a weekend. So, and, and one of those times is twice on Sunday, I think. So that, look at seven days a week and twice on Sunday, right? There's a saying for you. But I believe I heard May 1st and, and kudos to Court Bauer for getting this contract and Vice TV doubling down on their wrestling. Why not? The, the dark side of the ring has done wonders for their brand and for their station and everything else. MLW is one of those companies that, they got some really good talent and they, they're pretty smart at booking them. Honestly, if you take a look at how everybody else works all around, if they pick up that Saturday slot and you're lucky enough to have like a local affiliate, cause that's just, it, it's basically ROH is syndicated in, in each market and whoever get, you know, wherever you can get it, wherever you can get it. So go ahead and set your DVRs and whatever you got to do. You basically have seven days a week of wrestling, which is the biggest wrestling companies in, in America. You get Raw on Monday. You get NXT on Tuesday. You can keep ringing the bell for every day of the week. This will be fun. And your arm might get tired. There's Tuesday. Okay. Wednesday, you get AAW Dynamite. Thursday, you get Impact Wrestling. Friday, you get SmackDown. Saturday, you get MLW. He's getting tired. He's wearing out. And so if you're lucky enough, like DP and Tony, on Sundays, you okay? Do you need a drink of water? Should we call a timeout? A 30? You're good to go? Twice on Sundays, you get ROH. Ring it twice. Yay! Yay! Hey! Oh, <laughs> no, uh, cheers, to, cheers to Court Bauer and MLW and um, to all their talent to getting a, you know, a bigger platform to show what they can do. Dan, yeah. Dan how, do you, how do you feel about it? I mean, I know you're probably not big on MLW, so you might you might catch it a little bit here and there, depending on the time slot. So you, you're slightly interested here, or what, what I, do you think? I'll, I won't say it in, in interest, but I'll say that's awesome. And I'll say it's awesome for wrestling, and it's awesome for wrestling fans. Another outlet is always... I, I can't see why it would be a bad thing. It's always a good thing to have another option to go watch wrestling, for the wrestlers to go wrestle, and to be on television or be on somewhere that you can see them you know, on a regular basis to get their faces and names out there and show off their talent because there is a ridiculous amount of talent. I know we've been talking about it for years of 
you know, the indie stars and all these different people that are out there that are just phenomenal to go watch. And they now have another place to go to do that and to show off their talents, which is fantastic and is always, always a good thing. And I think it's a big win for Vice because, like I said, you know, the dark side of the ring thing has been really great. And to add to their, you know, collection of another, you know, an actual wrestling company that they can do, you know, put on regular shows is fantastic. I mean, I couldn't say it better myself. And after all, MLW has, it does bring a lot of good wrestlers that we've seen over the years. That or they might even bring some returning legends. I know one of the last few times that I've watched it, they had like Savio Vega come in. Freaking L.A. Park, good old La Parca as we know him. He's one half of the tag team champions over at MLW right now, along with his son. You've got Leo Rush in there as the light heavyweight champion. Like I said, we got so many different wrestlers that are really good right now in MLW. Yeah, what's up, Tony? Is L.A. Knight like his bastard son? Like Jon Snow? God, no. No, that doesn't work like that. All right. I just I don't know. Hey, I've, just, I've, I've been watching Game of Thrones. Sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to ruin anything. Uh, hey, how about speaking of like documentary shit? We can mention it. I know we, it's been mentioned on another podcast, but shit, this is the podcast. This is DWI podcast, bitches. Yeah. Annie, Annie has their biography series, right? You got uh, you just had Austin. You got Piper coming up. I know I Savage so. Booker, Savage Booker T. Um. Ultimate Warrior, there's eight of them all together. So, and then my thing though after that show is WWE's most wanted treasures. I don't know if you guys seen that, uh, but go go back and check it out or record the next one. And they're kind of putting together like a museum and a, or maybe a Hall of Fame kind of thing you can walk through and getting their, all their artifacts together and then going out and getting some artifacts that they don't have by like they just had Mick Foley on and he went out to a couple collectors. Did some trades with them. Got the one of the two original Mankind shirts, uh, Cactus Jack flannel, uh, an original Socko. Um, so kudos to WWE for actually hiring an archivist and getting that shit together. I would love to either see something that travels to all the major cities, or just let's have a Hall of Fame and even have it down in Florida. So year round you can go down there in warm weather. And I mean, especially the thing too. I brought up my idea would be if it's in Florida and it's by NXT. You can actually a couple times a week have these lower level talents that just came into NXT that aren't on TV and don't get any exposure. They can wrestle a match or two. Like, hey, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you come to the WWE Hall of Fame at noon and three. There's two matches at each time. Like, cool. Awesome. Like, these people are already fans. Like, and here's some something for the talent to do. I mean... I know Vince is listening. This is probably going to happen. It sucks that I don't get paid for all these great ideas. I hope everybody enjoys what I've been thinking of for the last six years. Yeah, usually Vince does have that bug all over the place. But yeah, A&E does have their own little documentaries that they're doing. Piper's next, like you said. <clears throat> I See, when I heard over in the distance for Pot is War when all of that happened, where to locate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the distance. But anyway. In the distance. Uh, for location, I'm not opposed to Florida, and I actually like the idea that you have there, Tony, where, you know, you have, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be the NXT people. It can be people from the Performance Center. So, you know, if you're over in Florida, you can actually go out and say, like, 
All right, on Tuesday or like Thursday prior, we can we we can do like a show or something to show the next of the NXT or something like that, and you can have Triple H say something or hell, even like the first time that we have this little archive thing for uh, that WWE is doing. We can go ahead and just say, yeah, Triple H is going to make a guest appearance to announce it and everything, and we're going to have some people in the Performance Center show their craft, so you can see them before they even come out on NXT on WWE television. So I, I definitely like that idea. I, I know uh, the good old scientist and architect. I know you know you might you might enjoy a little bit of this stuff going on here, especially the archive stuff. So how do you feel about this, Dan? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that'd be awesome to have, definitely have like a physical location for that kind of stuff. I mean, if you make it more legitimate, like you got, you know, you got it for all the other sports, you know, you, there should be something because I think that's, that's a great idea you guys are laying out and to have, to be able to walk through. Yeah, PC, it's a good, good. Well, have a, just have a, just have a fucking ring there. Like you can get yeah. in, like, like forget forget all the other shit that you're gonna see like oh hey guess what you can in this ring we put all these mats down and you sign this little waiver and we took your temperature and we looked at we looked (laughs) at you and you look like you're okay like i'm dropping fucking elbows baby what's up that's your problem that's the problem right there that's not gonna fly well you know what then fine do it for my own we're filling my own things and maybe for everybody else that I want to put the Vegas chair shot trip together and maybe hey. I'll get a hold of my good buddy. We can head down somewhere and I'll if you wa- yeah. mess around. I'll say, if you want to do that, he's been there. If you want to do that, <laughs> you contact snake pit pro wrestling and you sign up for their fantasy, uh, you know, thing and go to fantasy wrestling camp and go do that. Cause that sounds awesome. And I totally want to do that. Cause that's what we're talking about is that's down there right in, uh, right in Vegas. I've been there. It's uh, awesome looking, you know, D'Lo Brown was fantastic enough to, you know, talk to me for a little bit and, you know, let me see the facility. So that was kind of cool. And if we can go down there and do that kind of shit on our next Vegas trip, fuck yeah, I'm in, baby. I want to drop some elbows on your ass. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, and this is... Look at it. This is why we're the greatest tag team never. And this is the perfect... Oh. Yeah, that's right. This is the perfect Oh, God, perfect and I already time. know who their opponents are going to be if we do this. And I'm just saying, Andrew's yeah, going to help that. the Balls Brothers. Oh, <laughs> the ball. salt water all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, beat some beat some O'Dowd and, and DeMarco ass, too, down there. That's right. And if Unger and Platt want a piece, fucking hey, here we go, baby. That's a short drive for both of them, baby. <laughs> Bring it on. We'll run, we'll run a tag team turmoil, like the... and we'll take them all. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then out of nowhere, here comes the outsider's edge. All three of them just kick everybody's ass. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, just because the hosting duties change doesn't mean some things aren't tried and true. Tunny still having to get beer. <laughs> Must be phenomenal funky facts time. Man. And this time we actually have some 
pretty decent questions. Tony will probably, hopefully, hopefully, answer one of the questions correctly. I but, hope not. Well, assuming that his brain isn't too fried. Oh, was it Jordan about eggs? Before. I didn't say that you were going first, Tony. Oh. What's that? I just got back. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, what happened to the eggs? There was eggs involved? I had eggs I don't this know. morning. What did you guys have for breakfast this morning? Uh, I had a nice little omelet with... Uh, I had eggs. I had an omelet with, uh, with some pork roll on it. Did someone make that for you? Yeah, we went to a local diner. Oh, it was really good. Had myself an Irish coffee, which oh. <sighs> it's always so yeah. good. Nothing wrong with that. No, I had eggs and uh, potatoes and sausage this morning as well. Did you eat breakfast, TP? You're not a breakfast guy, are you? I am not. I did not have any. This, honestly, was the first thing I had today. It's right a beer. There. It was a capital uh, Wisconsin Amber beer. So there you go. He had a little bit of a liquid diet there. And if I'm lucky, this will be the last thing I have today, too. But not Yay! the same one. But, yeah, I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> like, if, if you somehow milk that for the entire day, I'll be surprised, be especially oh, with trivia. Was, the last swig would be horrible. Boy. Yeah, we're already down oh, to the last God. swig, so. All right, so since you're down to the last swig, I'll make this quick. Dan, door number one, door number two, or door number three is you play with your kitty. Yeah, I'll take, well, I'm always a big fan of the deuce, so I'll take a deuce. Joke never gets old. And speaking of deuces, this is a two-parter. Drizzling shits. <laughs> Literally. What? It's a two-part question, so you can get two points on this one. Ooh. Who sweet. has the most matches on Monday Night Raw, and how many? Holy shit. Wow. Who oh, and how many? I need a double sound of Jeopardy here for this one. I'll be nice with the number and actually say whoever's the closest. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll take another round of music. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll allow another round of music. <laughs> oh lord. I didn't think it was going to be that difficult of a question. Really? Gonna be so courteous with the thrice, so let's see those answers. <laughs> no chance. I have no idea. <laughs> so far, 65. Tony says Orton with 765. Dan says James. Mickey James. I'm gonna guess Mickey James because we've been talking about Mickey James. No. No. I don't know. I thought maybe it was, was your relevant. Again, Tony? With the, with Why? The Who cares? Seven hundred and what? Because you might be the closest. Seven million, I only six hundred fifty-four thousand eight hundred twelve. Okay, it Wait, wasn't. Well, I know. The, I know the math. Go ahead. I'll tell you who's closer. Who's who is it? Is it Kane? Is it Triple H? 
It is the big red machine for the big red brand. That sucks. Yeah. That was the Kane, first one I, I thought of, too. Yeah, the three. I was between Hunter, Kane, and Orton. I had it narrowed down to three, and I bet you they're all in the top, at least top ten. But, yeah, how many matches of Kane? I'm saying, what? I don't know. If I'm way over and DP's way under, it's probably close to where maybe 447. I was going to say 300 if that was the case, but. 436 matches. Wow. I'm closer. Nice. No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're closer. I'm closer. Yeah, you're closer. Yeah. Point me, bitches. Woo! So, yeah, Tunny does get a point. So, uh, See, now, I asked for door number four, but one and three are left. Can we add them? No, okay, I'll just take door number one. All right, door number one it is. And it's ironically the question that I pray to God you actually get correct. Oh, boy. Because you were there when it happened. What was my first nickname for chair shot? Oh, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> and I'm going to give the shout out. I, no, I gave that to you. No, we're I will pull the tape if I have to. That wasn't an... Okay, what you're thinking, what I actually have on Skype right now, is not the nickname. Alright, let me give you that nickname that what you have on Skype right now. I'm going to give the shout-out still to Christopher Platt, because he still says it to this... Christopher Platt can... Yeah, he can kiss my ass. Because he still says it to this day. Screw, screw you, Christopher Platt. So... Tony, I hope to God you actually get it correct. I ha I know it. I ha I gave it to you. I know what it is. Okay, and I love you, Chris. Okay, settle down. <laughs> All right, let's see it then, Tony, because I think Dan gave up. It is Bob, brother of balls. I named you that BTW, <laughs> and that's by the way. And DPP is LOLing. That's laugh out loud. It was brother of balls. I don't remember who was tossing around baby balls, but that just. Did, That's you know, I I don't remember off the top of my head. It was one of you two or vice versa. I don't know or care. Tony, I'll let you say door number three, door number three, or door number three. So you can get door number four. Okay, number three. Trace, four, four, four. And uh, it's funny that you say something about the number four from before. Because we're going to be talking about the four horsemen because... Ironically, the Horsemen didn't just have four members. How many members were there under the Horseman banner? Like throughout time, all together, ever? All together. That all were the named the Horsemen. All the different, all right, all the different all people right. that were Horsemen? All, all, all the different people who were somehow named the Four Horsemen, even though it's more than four. Oh, boy. Okay. Might need more than 30 seconds just to pick them all. It's just a number. Not, not, not all the people just throw it. I know, but <laughs> counting them. More than four, less than a million. It's a true story. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, don't put that as your answer. You're getting deducted. I can't afford that. I, as long as I give a regular answer, I win. Right. <laughs> all right, let's. Well, this is this is the number I counted in my head, so I did them one slash at a time. All right, Dan oh, says wow. ten. I think we might. 
I think we might tie here because I think I might have should have added one. Oh shit! Tony says eight. Honey, nine, saying, isn't it? What, why are you saying tied? Because like I said, you got the point for being closest, and you got Bob right, so you have two. Dan no, is... I mean tied on this question. We might be we might be no point. I yeah. think it's nine. Is it nine? Is it ten? Is it eight? It's at least eight. It's at least. Eight. It's actually. Uh, no, six... JJ. 16? 16? 16. Are you counting, are you counting just, the ones in AEW? Why would you Why would you bring that up and devalue the value of the... Yeah, I said devalue the value of the horse. Devalue the value of the horse. This, not my fault. This is total BS. Uh, why are you shouting it's total BS? You still won. Woohoo! What do you mean? I'll tell you what I'm. Oh, wait, that's my. That's PC's line. Ah, fuck it. This show's all over the place. I'm calling last call today, brothers. I'm on a staycation. (laughs) Tony's not hosting. Tony doesn't get to say last call. Wow. This is just all over the place. And this is this is this was a this was a on the fly Omaha because we all audibled our last call as well. So look at that tying it all together, brother. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. All Good right. Job there, so, give me my bear Horowitz. NXT. Now on Tuesdays. So now we get, as we said, wrestling every day of the week. Initially, AEW started on Wednesdays and was going head to head with NXT. Last year, we saw NXT make a change themselves where. We didn't see them on Survivor Series anymore. WWE was starting to bring them up into Survivor Series to almost make them feel like, in in a sense, an equal brand for the most part because they won Survivor Series on top of that too. I should say the year before, right? A year a year ago, two, 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 they were two on ago. they were on Survivor Series. Two, two smack uh, two Survivors ago. Last year we didn't see that happen anymore, and a lot of it we we believe would be because they were going head to head to AEW. Maybe we didn't want they didn't want NXT to look like an equal brand to Raw and SmackDown because NXT was going head to head with AEW. Well, that's not happening anymore. NXT and AEW are on different days. Could this mean, or could this lead to NXT once again being involved in more of these mainstream pay-per-views and being on Survivor Series again to show? that they could potentially be, in a sense, an equal brand one more time to Raw and SmackDown. I'll give this over to Mr. AJ Belaz, who is our host for today, to uh, give me his thoughts on what he thinks maybe could be leading towards um, what could be happening with these brands now. I mean, it's not a bad idea now that NXT doesn't have to solely focus on fighting AEW here. I I think they should try to give another three-way Survivor Series match. I think the rumor mill actually has it where the NXT Women's 
title might get defended or even the NXT title might get defended at Survivor Series this year. So I say, why not have NXT come back as a 5v5v5 for Survivor Series? And who knows, maybe they might win, maybe not. Ciampa and Gargano like to think that they're the heart and soul of NXT. They don't want to get moved up, as we all like to say, to the main roster. But I, I'm not opposed to having NXT coming back up and fighting the big boys, as they say. Very much opposed. Not a fan. Not a main roster. It's NXT. In addition, what they should do is, I know they have like the WWE draft or superstar shakeup or whatever the fuck you want to call it in the fall now. So why don't we put that in October and after WrestleMania have an NXT draft? That makes a lot more fucking sense, doesn't it? Instead of wondering if, you know, we're doing the mix-up and people are getting drafted and everybody's up for grabs and we're remixing the rosters up, why not you, you, you double utilize it? You have it on both sides of your calendar now end of April and and you're running with you're running with momentum from the NFL draft coming up as well like hey it's WWE it's the NXT draft where you know then you can you can actually have matches that lead up to this or maybe even a pay-per-view right like now it's more important to get the first pick because you're not picking just from the, the talent that's already out at the main roster, right? Like, who cares if SmackDown or, or, or Raw picks first on the talent shakeup, right? There's so many people, the top is so loaded. But if you're fighting brand versus brand to have an NXT draft, oh, brother, hey, there's only so many big stars down there that are coming out this year, right? Like, you can have whatever amount of rounds for the guys and the girls are together and you got to have to pick this many guys and this many girls or a tag team. But that just makes more sense to me. That just plays into more of what's happening during that part of the sporting and entertainment season. I thought it was cool when they first, you know, had the idea of making them somewhat of an equal brand and then they went away from it. And I think that's, I think that's the better move. I think it's, I, I would agree with you, PC. I think, leave NXT as your minor leagues in a sense, you know, you, you have the, you have your SmackDown and Raw as your main roster. I love the idea of the draft. I think that's beautiful. I think if you want to make it more like the rest of the sports world, you have that draft. You have guy you can have guys and girls declare that hey, I'm ready to move up. I'm I'm going up to the main roster, that kind of stuff. Have Survivor Series mean something. Have the Survivor Series match mean I get the first pick in the draft when it comes around in April or right after WrestleMania, you know, whenever you want to do it and have that draft for NXT. I think that's beautiful. I think that's the way they should do it and, you know, move forward with that. And then, yeah, if you want to have, I don't like the idea of the regular draft between, you know, putting everybody out there and they move guys around because like we saw in the last draft, you you looked at the uh, image from what was it five years before that, and it was the same exact guys between Raw and SmackDown. They just moved the colors. You know, it's like this is stupid. Why do that? I like the idea of you sign a guy to a contract, let's say on the main roster, quote that you got him for X amount of time, and then they become a free agent and they can go to Raw or SmackDown, you know, or re-sign them or whatever. And then that leaves a little more curiosity for the main roster guys that are already there to go, you know, 
whoa, maybe, you know, they might move brands or something like that. They may move over. You may see them on Raw the next day. That'd be pretty cool. And yet leave the regular draft to NXT because, like you said, you know, you got your main guys, but then, like, oh, it makes it important. Like, hey, there's this guy that's really awesome down there. Like, you'll just use Karen Cross as an example, right? I want that guy on Raw or SmackDown. You're going to fight. I know he's the champ right now. That's why he's he, he said as an example <laughs> that, Hey, I want, this is, this is the, this is the number one prospect coming out. I want to, I got to win survivor series so that I can get him. If he declares, you know, to move up to the main roster in April, that'd be my call. Yeah. I, it, it's just a very interesting deal. What they could do here. I, I, I don't know. The move is not, I mean, it just works better for them, I would imagine, production-wise. You, why would you put a day in between each day you're doing things? So, And why fight the fight against AEW? Let, let everybody benefit. We've already seen Jericho has been on Broken Skull. Like, so let's stop the competition. Let's stop the IWC bullshit. And let's just, let's just all get along and watch some fucking wrestling, right? I could not have said it better myself. And Vince, by the way, if you're listening, uh, we are the DWI podcast on the chairshot.com. Yeah, he knows who I are. We we better get some royalty checks for this idea because yeah, that was a luck, grade A, a grade luck. S idea right there check out that, of the science. Check that front door for your garbage bag full of money. I know. <laughs> I'll take it. You didn't even have to put it in a garbage bag. Vince still owes Andrew and I for Shane when he came back against Taker. But you you get an unburdened excellence from a Tony today. You're welcome. Yeah, I know, right? Tony, how do you feel not being the host today? I'm fine. (laughs) It's the sweet one. It's funny you ask me stuff like that because, you know, the two things I've done a lot is play baseball, golf too, but. Not at a not at the supremely successful level. I'd like to. Um, I'd also like to achieve even more success and and put even more earballs onto our product, the Chairshot Radio Network, to continue to strive there. But it's it's like you get to a point where it's just another game. Not that it is an important one, but preparation wise and mentally, you're ready to go. You know what's going on. Yeah. So speaking of what's going on, and since you were already speaking, Tony, uh, what's going on with you? Where can they find you all over the social media interwebs? You, you can find me at PC Tony. You can also grab yourself a lovely T-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick one up for yourself. It makes a great present as well. I guarantee it. I'm just happy everybody listened to Chair Shot Radio Network. Y'all know where you can find me. I'm all over the place. Just making shit happen. Talking with all my brothers here. Chairshot Radio Network. Chairshot.com. Bunch of great writers. Bunch of great podcasters. Bunch of great people. And since Tony was speaking about some gaming there, I know not necessarily the same type of gaming, but DP, where can they find you? And also that uh, lovely Winner Is You shirt that we were discussing earlier. Well, you can find the winner is you shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash the chair shot, where you may also soon see another a winner is you t shirt as we uh, have been in this Animal Crossing craze and we have a great idea for an Animal Crossing a winner is you t shirt. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that one and get that one out there as well. And if you want to follow winners you don't talk to me about that. 
You know who to go to. Goddamn right. There, there he is. He's got his switch. He's got his Animal Crossing. We are, we are best friends now on on our switches. Just so we, you know, PC. Are. So I know you want to feel whatever. Fuck about that. you, Dave's my best friend. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> <'cause>, man. <laughs> Dave's the best friend of the show. Goddamn. <laughs> you can find that show on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you. The letter U, a winner is you, where we always use our head and we never forget that the cake is a lie. And you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs. And it's me, DPP, and Saturday mornings on Chairshot Radio for Talking Smack, Ooh. where we talk just random stuff. If you're listening to this one and you haven't listened this morning, go check it out where we talk breakfast cereals with Adam, Judy, Ooh. and Drew. Um, Who's favorite, favorite breakfast All right, cereals. so you are, yeah, we won't give yours away, but before, uh, before AJ closes the show here, what's your favorite breakfast cereal, AJ? I, I gotta go with a classic. I gotta go with Honey Nut Cheerios. I love okay. it so much. I don't know why. I have a tie. Uh, not Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Pebbles. If I asked you to go to the store and pick me up some Cocoa Pebbles and you come back with Cocoa Krispies, it's basically like you grab cornflakes. You can go fuck yourself. Okay? <laughs> that, and you're not... This is a true story. No, and I That, it. and because the milk's better. It's more cocoa in the in the pebbles than in the crispies. Think about it. Pebbles hold more cocoa than crispies. Fact. But on the other side of the spectrum, do love me some crackling Oprah. That shit is the fucking bomb. <laughs> That's funny you say that. So when you go listen to that and see how much I made fun of crackling Oprah, and you'll oh, you <laughs> yourself, Dave. It's I know it might have been kayfabe before, but we're really true best friends now. DP is an asshole. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord. Anyway, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me on thechairshot.com reviewing pretty much all the WWE pay-per-views along with Impact since Andrew's technically on a sabbatical right now. And by that, I mean work is actually interfering with him actually reviewing Impact. So, hey, when in doubt, AJ's out. <laughs> so with that being said, <clears throat> you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as it's Funny, I don't know how you do that. Raise a raise a raise a raise a beer or a glass, gentlemen. AJ, great job. Always use your head.